Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Tuesday, September 12, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Oh, welcome back this morning, this cold, dreary morning. But it was quite good yesterday. I know, but you know what? The people in Queensland are here and the people in Sydney. They just must feel well, such smug and Freud when they're like, oh, no, that's not smug and Freud, is it? Well, they're in, they're in Queensland and Sydney, so we're the ones feeling smug and Freud. <laughs> oh, oh fun. I know, hey, you like that one? Well, Lauren mm, Clark, before no. we go any further. Yes. Let's kick it off the way we should have kicked it off yesterday. Oh, here we and go. welcome, the stupidly small podcast sponsor for this week, Lauren Clark. Do you know who it is? Is it? Uh, no, you tell me, Stu. Oh, my God. And I hope you know who it is this time. Well, of course I know. Because yesterday you seemed somewhat confused. About yeah, well, I'm always confused when it comes to sponsorship. Comedy for yeah. Karma, the annual fundraiser down there at Dalesford in the Dalesford Town Hall. Boo! As you know, we're very... Anti Dalesford and anti Bendigo uh, in this program. We're neither but, of those things. Uh, hello yeah. to everyone down in Dalesford. Uh, they can't hear us. Their ears are full of mud. But there is a uh, comedy <laughs> for karma. It's a benefit for the uh, the school down there, the Dharma School. You can actually go to dharmaschool.com.au to find out what they do. It's yeah. for this Saturday, the 16th of September. So if you're one of those listeners that listens daily and on time, this will be of value to you. But if you're listening next week, you've missed a great night out. Uh, wow. Doors open at 6.30. Show starts at 8. There's going to be a food van, silent auction, live pre-show music from Ari and Rhiannon. Pfft, say no more. And uh, it's brought to you by the lovely people from the Dharma School. We'll give you full details at the end. I'll let you know who's performing and uh, who is not performing. But uh, it's the Comedy for Karma. The gala is on again. It's for a good cause. And if you've got nothing to do on the weekend or if you've got something to do, cancel it and head down this Saturday. Now, Lauren Clark. Yes. You were away. Were you just yawning? No, not at um, all. Don't know yeah, what you're talking about. Sounds like I've caught you doing something. Um, you're away in regional Victoria yourself, uh, thank you. Uh, I last yawn weekend. in the morning. Who says that? What is that rule? Are you a morning person? God, I, I am. like you. Anyway, listen. Well, I, but I've trained myself to be that. I don't like being. I don't like the night time. Yeah, but those time are, is not you're even time. worse. You born again morning people. You're the worst uh, ones. Oh, it's you great. just sleep into bed. I changed uh, my life because no, I'm no, better you, than you. You know what happened? I don't know yeah, what. Like that. Oh, here we go. No, no. I, it's an example. I, I, I stayed in bed till 8.30 on Sunday because mm. I went to bed about 2.30 or 3 because I had stuff on. Yeah. And I just felt like I was burning the day. I was wasting it. Okay. And, you know, I ended up going to the beach and uh, the surf beach with the dogs and stuff. And I just thought, oh, it's already 10.30. Half the day's gone. Oh, you, you guys. You want to soak the morning up. You want to be out there climbing mountains. Well, I'm a morning person dogs. at the moment. Yeah. And I, by 6 a.m., have often feel defeated by the day already <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, that's but um, that's forced upon me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't actually, I think, I mean, look, there are, there are benefits to being up in the morning sometimes, you know, particularly in mm. nature. Oh, and actually, here we go. This is back to what I did on the weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, I I never say, and you will vouch for this, I never say yes to things. Are <laughs> <laughs> we going to see you tomorrow? Possibly. That's a that's, no, isn't that's it? That's a possible still standing date for mm. me visiting your actual abode. That's a no, isn't it? Uh, it's not a no. It won't well, be a no until it's a no. Um, but anyway, so <gasps> I... I'm holding my breath. What? I'm holding my oh, breath. Oh, God. Don't kill uh, me. <laughs> anyway, stop holding your breath. So, but this lovely person who, with whom I've worked on a couple of occasions yeah. in radio um, and she sort of, I don't know why that got a ding, but anyway, good. You're like dropping your media career. I'm, I like dropping my media career. Yeah. 
I like saying what I've done in my life. Or, as we say... Uh, what am I supposed to pretend I don't have it? Is it a dirty secret or am I? is it really considered boasting to have worked <laughs> as a segment producer in 1990? Oh, no, it was t- 2005. Yeah. Um, producing stories about things like Fabergé eggs for the arts show. Honestly, Stuart, I'm really not sure that I am boasting in doing that but I look I don't I don't usually question a ding but I'm not sure that one was warranted <laughs> anyway so met this knew this person from that context mm. very lovely human being I've always found uh, you know you a, like a, a, her. an affinity with her on many fronts anyway oh, good. She's, she's a friend she's a lovely friend but it's just that's that's the kind of context in which I know her so when she um, wrote to me and I must say when um, things go a bit bad in your life and some people uh, and, and everybody writes to you and says we love you and uh, we're here for you and stuff, mm. uh, some people, I, I think I said this at the time, it, like it just, it just some people are just really bloody good at it, right, mm. really good at it. And um, they're not always the people that you expect and they're not necessarily the people that you spend 4,000 billion hours with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just good at it and they know how to do it and they know how to do it in a way that sort of a light, has a lightness of touch about it where it doesn't feel to you like, oh, God, I owe that person something because they went out of their way to do X, Y or Z or anything like that and maybe they, they did, maybe they didn't. It doesn't, it's just that's not the point. And anyway, it's, she was one of those people and she wrote to me and she said, listen, if you ever need a break, come out to... Uh, the edge of a forest where I have, where my uh, partner and I have uh, two caravans and a bus that mm-hmm. we've just brought out into the middle of the bush and we've parked there and we've made a little sort of camp. And they're kind of like living them, yes. outdoor, like um, there's an outdoor kind of kitchen. Like are they parked just... in a triangle, are they? Do they all face the centre? No, they don't oh, okay. actually. They're sort of – so there's this central kind of kitchen area which is outside Ooh. and it's – but but like – and it looks like – I don't know how they've done it. They've just they've done this beautiful thing that, that looks kind of like uh, – it's not actually a structure. So you wouldn't need like planning permission to do it or anything. Mm-hmm. They've just brought – nice old bits of furniture and stuff around and they've like it's kind of bohemian in that you know there are things from op shops on the walls that, but they look just right like they've How got the aesthetic of it perfectly what walls? well there are walls on so the um kitcheny bit has got a roof over it but it's like a shelter more than anything else like right. it's like held up by four things rather than you know mm-hmm. and um and then then next to the next to that is one of the caravans so the one caravan wall serves as the wall of the back of the sort of kitcheny living area kind of thing right and there's a bin fire in the middle of it and like a bar like a big long table it's just the most beautifully done thing mm-hmm. and then beyond and then sort of you just have to walk a bit further down and you get to the other caravan and then the bus is way down the end and the bus is like oh. has got this like beautiful heater in it and like this they call it the conversation nook or something else just you just would sit in there for hours and just burn up in while it's freezing outside and right. just chat right and the windows would go foggy and all that stuff right we didn't get enough time down there to sort of really fog embed ourselves into that. But we, um, yeah, fog up the windows, so to speak. And we did, 
it was the most brilliant thing. And this is where going back to your morning thing, hmm. right? You know how they say you should take you should take kids and yourself. You should take people. You should go. Everyone should go camping out in the open because it resets your body clock. Right. Because you go to bed when it's dark and you wake up when it's light. And so the, I thought the idea of that was after a week or so, you go to bed when it's dark and you wake up when it's light. It happened immediately. Hmm. As soon as it was dark, everybody, like the children were like, and I'm going to go to bed now, Mama and Papa. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> they don't speak like that, but I'm just saying like it was a bit like that. It was like, who are you people? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, as soon as the slightest chink of light came, you know, ever so slightly beaming through the windows, they were bling up and like out running around in the bush and Great. being ridiculous. But um, it did, it was one of those things where when you get away and you don't just – you like you do something that's completely different from your life, right? The, I, we've spoken about this before, and in fact, I did it when I went to Castle Maine and how. And remember, house sat for somebody. Mm, you kind of fantasize about you fantasize about your. Well, that was like two years ago. You fantasize about your um your you know potential other life, don't you? Well, you do well, it when you go to Queensland and stuff. Well, you, go, you think, could you do it? You know, yeah. and, and it's always for me just work would, would be the prohibitor. But um, same, well, uh, it's not the only one. But yeah, there, there are. I think there's a lot of merit to moving to Queensland. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, uh, just I to go know. off traffic, oh, off traffic, off track. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a bit tired of winter. But that, I'm, I'm saying that when say, it's cold. You know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. I'll be loving winter. Come next February, March, we're going, God, I can't wait for the fireplace. Can't yeah, wait. You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah. it's just uh, better the, the uh, grass on the devil's side that you know better. Wow. That was a really smooth um, metaphor. But, it, but uh, I it's don't know. There's a name for that. Don't you think there are some, there are, I don't know, Some sometimes there are, so there are people in life who seem to be, good at certain I, I just I, lo I love seeing somebody else's life and how other people are good at different bits of living do you Who know what I mean talking about this does I'm, I'm a bit lost with your story you really you really don't know what I'm talking about well no because you told us about the bus and the caravan the outdoor kitchen with the, the op shop art mm. and then you said then you oh the other thing this place had this guy that she's <laughs> her partner that she lives with mm. that he he's a sculptor and so he's built this giant kind of dome out of wire that's like right in the middle of everything right and as so um, the smoke cones and so up on the up on the, and you don't understand what I'm talking about. You, no trouble understanding what you're talking about. Bringing it down to the basis level of Hang anything. On. They've ever. got a. They've got a. Well, that's not basic. That's not basic at all. They've built a, a cone dome in a the middle dome. of the forest. A cone dome. A, yeah. Anyway, the point is, the moon came up because the moon's been amazing over the last couple of nights, and last like four, I reckon, and mm. it was this humongous orange like presence <laughs> it was ridiculous mm. it took up the whole well, sky yeah. and it was and it was it, it was that and then there was this amazing kind of 
um, sculpture in front of it, making it look kind of prickly and weird and amazing. Mm. Anyway, it was just spectacular, Stuart Farrell. And don't you ruin my story about I'm how beautiful it, it is to stay out in the mind you. It was so cold that the, the, the jackpot, I suspect, has the plague, and we we were wearing you know beanies and stuff at night. But I don't know. I he doesn't I, drink enough whiskey, that boy. Uh, he's definitely his problem. He would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I just like uh, – if you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe I shouldn't persevere because whenever I do that, you mock me. But I just think sometimes <sighs> when you go to somebody else's house or you stay in their place or yeah. you like – you know, a couple of times like we've done a house swap with some mates in Sydney who um, we've stayed there and they've stayed here. Mm. And you get – you kind of get used to the way other people do – their life and it do you think that's weird though like do you do you want someone going through your drawers you know these guys i don't care because i love them so much yeah they? but there's got to be something in your drawers that you yeah, don't but you because you're a judgy person uh-huh. you oh, are really not no you are right whereas whereas em and ben who are my friends who right. who i've done this with they would they just i just trust that they would I don't know. I, I just, there's no, I don't have that with them. There's no what? way. Hang you on. Do you come over all the time and you tell not. me things like, well, you have said literally on the podcast yeah. when I have described how difficult it is for me to be organized with a family, you've said directly, straight back, sans any tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. no, I'd be an organized parent. <laughs> all it is about is prioritizing. You've just oh, got to prioritize. Oh, we got back to parent alert from yesterday. It's parent alert. Back to yesterday. But anyway, alert. the point is I quite like that. I quite like when you realize, oh, so they, they don't do all this stuff, but they concentrate on this bit over here and they've totally got that right. And mm. I just, I like it. I, 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 it's the opposite of... It's the opposite of comparing yourself to other people's best versions of themselves on like Instagram or like, you know. Yeah. Like sometimes I would go and I'd see some other families at like the school that I, or the kinder that I sent my kid to back in the day and I'd think, oh, they've got it together. Why can't I be more like them and stuff? And then, mm-hmm. you know, the more I'd get to know them, the more I'd realise, oh, well, because I don't want to be them. They've got this and that yeah. and the other. And, you know, but I think this is the opposite of that. This is like, oh, wow, I love how you do that bit of your life. And I love that you prioritise these things. And it kind of inspires you a little bit to do it. Anyway, you don't know what I'm talking about. Because well, it doesn't matter. The nobody does is... house swaps with you because they all think that you're terrifying. That's, I'm that, sure, what That is, is rubbish. Now, Lauren Clark, the main <laughs> thing is we, we know what you got up to and you spent the weekend in the bush in the bong sphere. And I think that's great. I, <laughs> Stuart, it was not called, nor was it even resembling in any sense, the bong sphere. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a lovely weekend at the Bong Street. <laughs> yes, Lauren Clark, it is Small Injustices on this Tuesday morning. And uh, without further ado, we have to plough on through. Mm. And uh, so we got an email throughout the week from Emily. Yes. And uh, we enjoyed her uh, May Small I say, Injustice. Yes. I loved Emily's Small Injustice. And can I say, I think we need to revamp up our efforts to get some of you uh, long-time listeners and brand-new listeners to get in touch with us and tell us stuff because it's things like this. Emily mm-hmm. 
has thought of a thing and she has emailed in with it. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart because this one, mm-hmm. oh, it's a very good small injustice. Go. Well, all right. Now, and uh, we'll give you the details where you can email at the end. Now, it's the message is small injustice betrayed by my dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> see, when I see that, I, I, I figure answers the door. Yeah, I know in, you do. In dressing gown to the postman and the dressing gown flies open. Yeah. And betraying her privacy, but no. Of course you do. Of course Why you do, because I? you are an old man I brought up say on like Benny Hill. Well, well, you are. You're an old man who thinks he's a schoolboy, which is an even worse combo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. At least I'm, what was that clown I saw in the ABC website? Hot Stuff. Did you hot hear stuff. about Hot Stuff? God, that was funny. No, but I My, saw your, inst- oh. your your Facebook. There is a, what was it? There is a clown who's called Hot Stuff. Stuff. A children's performer called Hot Stuff the Clown. (laughs) And he's complaining that the new Stephen King remake of It is drying up business for him. And And you're you're not sure that Stephen King's the problem, are you? No, if you're going around calling yourself Hot Stuff, dressed as a clown with green pants, green hair, and you're performing for children, there's probably a reason why your bookings are drying up. Hot Stuff the Clown at the children's. No, no, maybe not. Anyway, we we digress. We do. And, uh, thank you, Lauren. Cross. I have to tell you before we do- before we stop digressing, though, no, because I will I will never forget this till the day I die. Oh. I went to a children's party within the last five to ten, mm-hmm. probably five. Let's face it, because <laughs> I didn't have children before that. Yeah, um, crash the party because you like cake. N- nearly six. Anyway, but sh- sh- the whole thing. Well, there was this build up, build up, build up. The clown's coming, the clown's coming. Tell them the clown's coming. You can't go, yeah, the clown's coming, right? Mm-hmm. You know, these days Is there's a kind stuff? of expectation. It may well have been hot stuff, Stu, mm-hmm. because this person who turned up was, I reckon, 75 to 85. Oh, you don't want an old clown. A cranky clown. Old. You know the word we're talking about, crusty? Crusty, yes, yesterday. He was a little bit crusty, the clown, but not in the good way. He was slow and shaky and desperate and it was incredibly sad and he did kind of like magic tricks but they were ye olde time magic tricks and oh, oh and he said things like did you like that did you like that at the Ooh, end the that's what psycho and, clowns oh. say when they're sort of um no interfering with no you. no 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 you know like you see on svu but oh my god that really made me think did i, I like hope that? that there is some kind of like did he do the clown the finger, retirement the fund the, uh, or something <laughs> did he do the finger in the matchbox with the blood and the cotton wool <laughs> i remember doing that when i was a kid i even did that that and was I, in a book a book oh. called finger no. in the matchbox no oh. no it wasn't called that anyway tell me about, more about anyway, emily because so emily's opened her. the door and a pressure down flying open no it. that is oh, not no, what happened i was carrying a lovely cup of coffee into the lounge room and the unreasonably wide sleeves on my dressing gown caught on the door handle, causing me to spill Unreal. more than half of it. Um, this is the best. This is, I can't even tell you how many times no this more, happened to me. But it's a two-parter. Yep. There, were no, there was no more coffee in the house. The worst. Right? And then for extra injustice points, because she, she's really laid out this email in a fantastic way. If, if I was your teacher, Emily, you'd be <laughs> getting an A-plus for this. <laughs> I have a nine-month-old baby. Uh, So, and in brackets, as someone who is more or less permanently sleep deprived, you know what? All you got to do is sleep harder. Uh, Parallel, parallel, sleep harder. Just sleep harder or tell your kid to settle down a bit. Okay, it's nine months. It understands. Yeah. Unless you don't think your kid's smart enough to understand you. Mm -hmm. My morning coffee. Can you keep reading? Because it gets, she anticipates all of this 
dorkery oh. that's coming out of your stupid <laughs> Well, I face. haven't read the email, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> my morning coffee is very precious to me, as is mine. We have something in common there, Emily. And I just, well, and I can't just quickly go out and get more! Exclamation mark. I don't expect any sympathy, that's sympathy, from <laughs> Stu Farrell on this point. Oh, but... As a mother, and see, there's a, there are quotation. And she did there. write lol. lol. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yes. Lauren will feel my pain. Well, Lauren Just has, a yes. completely superb from top to bottom email there, Emily. Yeah, it is. No, that is, that is you, you set up that Stuart brilliantly to yes. take the piss out of you and then be completely destroyed retrospectively by your Well, Emily's input. obviously not right upstairs because she, 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 she likes the podcast <laughs> and hasn't missed one. So that to me some, some, some sort of derangement. But thank She's you for the your one, lovely Stu. email. She's the one. That is very exciting. <laughs> um, and she's a bit of a legend. So is she a bureau chief? Can we make her the bureau chief of dressing gowns or something? Well, she'll have to get back in. Uh, we, we don't want to double up on her bureau chiefness. So No, but can't um, she be bureau chief of dressing gowns or like of... What about bureau chief of the subtly opening dressing gowns? Okay, you're just revolting. Like this, just this, it's just no, it's hideous. Not, it's not hideous. It you is hideous. It's like kind I, of like, it's it's lecherous, oh. misogynistic, misogynistic. Attitude. It could yes. be anyone. I'm talking about dressing oh, gown. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Your dressing gown falls open and reveals your hairy chest or oh. non-hairy chest. That is what happens if you are a bloke. End of like. Oh no! Or, or your your um your. Your uh, parts behind the boxes, oh not boxes like not behind the boxes as such. But uh, anyway, Lauren, please, <laughs> could you stop talking about hairy chests? <laughs> now, before we go any further, we have to talk about a primary school. Comedy for Karma is this week's stupidly small <laughs> podcast sponsor, Lauren Clark. It's Gee, this they'd Saturday. Be not regretting that for a no. moment, would they? Saturday, sixteenth. We didn't know what, who they were. <laughs> 16th anyway. of September uh, <laughs> at the Dalesford Town Hall. Doors at 6.30. Show starts 8 p.m. And if you email them, say you come through stupidly small, they'll give you extra special So sets. basically it's a yeah. night of hilarity at Dalesford and yep. money goes to a school which is a good one. Yep, is that's that the right. deal? That's yeah, pretty okay, much right. It's, uh, in its fourth year now and it it's, it's basically raises funds for the school and uh, it's a massive holler on the Dalesford calendar. Let me just profile one of the performers. Laura Dunman will go with this week, yeah. or this, this morning, sorry. Having made the transition from screen, airwaves and sketch scene to the stand-up comedy circuit, Laura Dunman is quickly developing a reputation for her whimsical quirkiness as one of Australia's fastest rising female comedy acts. As seen on Hamish and Andy's True Stories, Offspring and Upper Middle Bogan, Dunman is compellingly confident, funny and just a bit odd. That's out of the age. And uh, Beat Magazine says she's funny. So it's <laughs> Comedy for Karma. It's on this Saturday at the Dalesford Town Hall. Go for any details, you can go uh, to dharmaschool.com.au. Uh, tickets are 40 bucks plus booking fee. And there's a star side lineup. We'll run through it all week so long as we're here to do the podcast. And thank you to them for being this week's stupidly small Comedy Karma sponsor. Now, Lauren Clark, how yes. do people get in contact <laughs> To uh, become part of the sponsorship uh, family or to, in fact, send us a small injustice. That's what I was going to suggest. Mm. If people want to get in touch and say hello or even just tell us, you know, if you've been listening, how long you've been listening and uh, why you are never listening again because, Stuart, is such a... Can you stop calling me a creep? Why? 
Because, because I think... Dude, you just did a whole thing about how you... And I knew you were going to do it. As soon as the dressing gown thing came up, oh, I knew that on. you were going to so be So you're all... setting me up. You're, you, this well, is, hey, you know they call this? You know they call this? Entrapment. Okay? No, they, that's not this what entrapment is. This is entrapment it's of the whole sort. And you're the lawyer of the two of us. I'm the perp. You're the lawyer <laughs> and you're entrapping me. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very sorry for entrapmenting you. Tentizing um, yes. No, you're not a creep at all. I'm just kidding. Thank but, Stuart, you, you um, creep. I will see you at some point tomorrow. Hang I on. Hope. Details. Details. You People can, can find us at stupidlybig.com. They can find us at Stupidly Big on Twitter, on Instagram and in iTunes where we have not been getting any ratings or reviews Whoa. from any of you bastards. Say that again. Go to iTunes where you can give us a rating and a review for Thank this you. podcast by way of uh, engagement slash thanks slash kicking us in the guts. No, that's the opposite. <laughs> don't kick us in the guts. <laughs> Batting us on that. No, I don't know. What I meant was... Send us a photo of you in your dressing gown. See? How can I not call you creepy? In your dressing gown, not with a dressing gown hanging over. In it. Dressing gown is a whole level of, you know, if you open the door with your dressing gown. Well, I'm thinking I might might do the Hugh Hefner. I have the pipe hanging out. (laughs) No, I won't. Go ahead. Sorry. Go, go, go. I'm going to do the Hugh Hefner. Moments after, why do you call me creepy? Can you please stop it? And suggested that my pipe would be hanging out. Now, none of this (laughs) will be happening, Lauren Clark. Honestly, let's just call it Tuesday um, malaise. Okay. All right. I will see you on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. I may actually see you in person on Wednesday. Well, look forward to it, Stu Farrell. It's probably not going to happen. Otherwise, uh, I'll see you virtually anyway. And uh, thank you very much. Bye bye.